Yo, 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 you hear that? You hear that? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. A nice cup of joe right there in the morning uh, or in the afternoon or in the evening. I don't know. You can have coffee whenever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but welcome back to the Good Days Only podcast. Episode number 29, dude. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for rocking with your boy. You know what it's all about already. Come on. Good coffee, good vibes, good music. And that's what we got a lot of coming up here uh, in this episode. This is an exciting episode. We got some uh, uh, awesome announcements coming up, so stay tuned for that. And um, we got some good-ass coffee right here. We got some good-ass coffee right here. And this takes me back. You know what? I'm not going to talk too much about it right now. So... Because, you know, we could you could save that for the caffeine breakdown. But, uh, yeah, if you want to... Um, episode 29. Shit, man. It's been a minute. It's been a while. So, again, thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you want to help support the Good Days Only podcast, uh, show some love. Check out the Instagram. And uh, you can follow the link in the description there in the Instagram. Uh, buymeacoffee.com. Show some love. Show some love. And uh, let's get into it, huh? Let's get into it. Episode number 29. Let's get into the caffeine breakdown. All right, all right, all right. Here we are, the caffeine breakdown. And before we get into this too heavy, let me just uh, get a little sip sip right here. Mm-hmm. And this is um a lot of sips now because I think this is my... This is two and a half. This might be my third cup of coffee this morning, but it's okay. It's okay. It's all in preparation, you know. It's all for, um, for, um, it's all in the 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 purpose of research. That's what it is. You know, I gotta be able to to drink the coffee, and that's that. <laughs> uh, listen, all right. I hope you're ready for some knowledge bombs right here. We got a, a bunch of good stuff that we learned uh, in regards to this coffee. So. Without further ado, who am I talking about? Who brought us this delectable cup of joe, this bag of beans right here? I'm talking about none other than Cafe Fiore Organic Coffee Co. Yeah, that's right. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but that's all right. Now, what is the Co for? Is it company, cooperative? I don't know. You never know. Sometimes I just saw Co. I didn't see anything else. Um, and that's what it says right here on, on the bag. C-O and then period usually I think is company. Maybe because it would be it would be co-op, right? If it was cooperative. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Organic roasting. Uh, We're just going to stick with co. But let's see a little background here uh, from Cafe Fiore. Fiore, which actually means flower in Italian. Uh, They were founded here in Seattle, Washington, in the Pacific Northwest by... Uh, Deming McClice in 2002 the first Fiore Cafe was located in Sunset Hill a lovely neighborhood out here there are now additional locations in West Seattle Ballard and Queen Anne now get this plot twist in 2020 Deming also became the owner of Cafe Vida Fiore now represents Cafe Vita's organic line of coffee roasted in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood. Nice. Now, Cafe Vita. Y'all might recall we visited way back in the days, back in episode 9 
uh what was it the the you know the little guy holding the cup up the bistro it was the bistro blend that's the one that we tried um and also the electable cup of joe i didn't know that people did that in the coffee industry but i guess so you know just kind of take over other you know like ceos merging with other like companies that's pretty cool though and now they got an organic line and what makes coffee organic you might ask because i had that question you know how they say like um in school like i feel like i was always told this at least growing up if you have a question odds are pretty high that somebody else in the room also has a question and you know if you don't raise your hand Odds are, or, you know, if the other person doesn't raise their hand or other people, then nobody's going to get the answers that they're, you know, wondering about. So why not just raise your hand? And in this case, just did a little Google search. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. Organic coffee. So organic coffee in uh, in coffees, organic means pretty much what it does with other produce. No synthetic fertilizers or chemicals used in the growing or production. Nice, which means cleaner beans. Cleaner beans, cleaner land, cleaner water. The whole process is just cleaner, you know. So the coffee is grown without any of those, uh, you know, synthetic uh, fertilizers. So it's only using, you know, like... Um, Organic fertilizers, coffee pulp, chicken manure, compost is what I what I seen, what I hear on the streets. Uh, so I guess most of the coffee, well, this got me thinking, like most of the coffee that we consume is probably not organic because they produce a lot of it. And I'm sure it costs more probably for the process of making like coffee organic. Uh, so who knows what chemicals we're getting kind of gross when you stop to think about it but am i gonna stop drinking those coffees probably not probably not just gonna yeah probably not gonna <laughs> be real just gonna keep drinking those coffees but uh according to greenmatters.com uh because this organic coffee is not treated with the toxins um that it that other non-organic coffees might be treated with this organic coffee can be higher in antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals. Hey, no GMOs in this cup of joe. And it's got you, uh, you know, got your antioxidants, vitamins, minerals. Shoot, daily vitamins right here. This is a vitamin C for caffeine. Let me get a little sip right here again. Mm-hmm. And this is a nice cup of joe right here. Nice cup of joe. That's what we got. That's what we got. It's clean. It's clean. A clean bag of beans right here. A French roast. A smooth, smooth French roast. Dark roast right here. Uh, let's talk about the tasting notes a little bit. We're told some tasting here from some notes from Cafe Fiore. Uh, aromas on this one here. They say a dark chocolate, roasted marshmallow, tobacco, and caramel. It's kind of all over the place. I feel like you can kind of slap those. Like roasted marshmallow, though. That sounds appetizing. That sounds nice. Sounds nice. Not really sure that I get it on this. I do get kind of the smoky, maybe. You know, I do get the smoky for sure, like tobacco, maybe. But not really a fan of tobacco. So 
I don't know if that sounds appealing to some people, you know? It might not sound appealing, but this is a nice cup of joe right here. Flavors. Flavors, they say. Dark chocolate. Praline. Don't know what that is. Am I gonna look it up? Probably not. Tobacco. And roasted marshmallow. Now, with the body, what do we got? Nice full body with this dark roast, with this French roast. Acidity, very low. Very low acidity. And this is a uh, combination of washed and semi-washed uh, beans. Now, we already know the roast that we're talking about. It's in the name, huh? Solid French roast. Uh, a little oil on the beans as you pull them out of the bag right here. And it's got that pleasant, you know, the, it says tobacco and it's not overpowering, but it's a nice smoky um, aroma as well as on the palate. You know, it leaves a little bit of that aftertaste. Again, that full body. Dare I say no acidity? Dude, it's not like... I mean, let me get a little sip, sip right here. Let me just ponder this. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, in comparison... Because I know, I know we've been on a little tangent with all the other medium roasts. The, you know, lighter roasts more complex uh, flavor profiles but this one this one it brings me home i don't know man something about just a solid smoky dark roast you know in this case the french roast i think those terms are interchangeable but pair this with a nice uh creme brulee cheesecake dude from safeway one of those little ones dude got me one of those mini ones and this pairs up nice I was surprised because I thought, you know, maybe the sweetness of the cheesecake might uh, make the coffee taste a little bit bitter. But uh, this French roast is not as pungent as some other dark roasts, you know, that I've tried before. Some of them just smack you right in the face. But this one is a little bit more subtle in there. It's nice and smooth. Still got that full body, but it's not it's not overpowering on the palate, you know? Uh, the flavors of that actually blend quite well with a creme brulee cheesecake, if I do say so myself. Something about the, um, you know, like the the crust, cheesecake crust. There's something about a cheesecake crust that just is like, dude. I mean, I'm sure it's like it's pretty much straight sugar, but it's delicious. It's delicious. And with a nice cup of joe right here, what a better way to start your morning, huh? That's right. Now, how do we brew this delectable cup of joe right here? We hit this French roast. That's right. The otherwise known as roti francais with a French press. That's right. With a presse francais. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> I Google that. Um, presse francais. I think the R's, the R's are kind of like in... Spanish, when you roll your R's, is more at the tip of the tongue. Whereas in French, it's more at the back of the tongue, I think. It's kind of like you're hocking a loogie a little bit. Kind of sounds a little bit gross. Now, I'm just mimicking what I heard on the Google Translate, so not really sure of that. Also, Duolingo. I was pretty good on the Duolingo game for a little while there, but I gave up. Sometimes it just gets like... It's so repetitive, and it's hard for me to, like, you know, you start it, 
and then you go over the same phrase like a thousand times and then like you know the little eggs for those of you that have used duolingo there's a lot of updates now but the little eggs turn like gold after you like clear the levels and you know they turn gold and then you have to go back to like the previous lessons to like make sure that those stay gold and they don't crack or the egg starts to crack and then you gotta it's just a, a lot it's just a lot i don't know i'd rather do my uh my my french lessons on on google translate <laughs> but uh what do we do here so on the french press the roti francais uh we hit that, you know, you already know what the vibe is. It's a little coarse grind. I know, you know, I still got the blade grinder, but uh, I do hear the burr grinders are the move, though. You know, you get a more even grind, they say, but I'm just comfortable with a blade grinder. I like watching it and I just kind of do like a pulsing motion, you know, so you'll hold it down maybe like in three bursts of three. And then kind of I like to like shimmy it, shake it around a little bit and then, you know, do another couple pulses and you just kind of keep an eye on it. It makes me feel like I'm being more authentic, even though I'm probably just messing the beans up more than I would be with a burr grinder. But it just I don't know. It just works. All right. It feels comfy. And we still come out with on the other side with this cup of joe right here, which let me get a little sip sip. Mm-hmm. 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 So let's move on to the appearance and packaging. Let's see what we got right here. From from uh, Fiore Organic Roasting Co. And we got that stand-up zipper pouch. You already know, certified organic by Washington State Department of Agriculture. We got this bag right here. And a uh, nice little kind of staircase um, logo thing right here. It looks pretty nice. Uh, this looks like a bougie bag. You know, it looks like it's a nice bag. It's like when you're in the veg, like in the veggie section. You know, you walk by the organic produce. And, uh, and that organic produce is always packaged nicely. Like it's always got the green sticker around it that says organic, you know, on them green organic labels. There's a little bit of a green tint in the, uh, it's like kind of got some gold and green in here. And then there's a little bit of a green tint in the uh, little space that surrounds the French roast. And other than that, it's just a sleek kind of matte black gray kind of onyx color bag. And it just looks nice. Looks inviting. Looks warm. You're like, Fiore, whoa, what is that? Italian? French? French roast? I don't know. And it's got a little uh, website right here, CafeFiore.com. But uh, it's now shared with Cafe Vita, as we know, as of 2020. It was a little difficult to get to the, um, to the organic lines of, of the coffee. Uh, but So it's better if you just type in CafeFiore.com into the search bar. And that's C-A-F-F-E. F-I-O-R-E dot com. Cafe Fiore. But all in all, dude, this cup of joe right here, again, it takes me home. It takes me back to, you know, I just used to be all about the dark roast. The dark roast, the smoky um, aromas and flavors and just like hitting you hard in the morning. 
So this kind of reminds me a little bit of that, but it's also got some subtlety. It's, it's not too overpowering, like I said. So will I be purchasing again? I'll definitely be going back to Fiore. They got a bunch of other um, organic, I think there's like seven organic roasts. They also got a decaf if, for those of you that are, um, you know, cannot tolerate the caffeine quite so well. But delicious, delicious cup of joe right here. Now, that wraps it up. That wraps up the caffeine breakdown for the week. Check them out. Check them out online. Cafe Vita as well. And uh, but let's let's uh, let's move on here. We're going to get into the good vibes section and we got some announcements to make. So stay tuned. Let's get into that now. Um, hey, what's up? Thanks for staying tuned. Welcome. Good vibes. Let's get it going. You know, the recent holiday has got me thinking. It's got me thinking. I've been, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I've been very fortunate to be, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of good things have happened in the recent past. Um, you know, the podcast we got, we're still going strong. Um, this one's for all the haters, the people that doubted us. We still here. We still here. And, um, you know, just thankful for good health, good health for sure. Making it through the, uh, pandemic up to this point, uh, pretty much unscathed. Although, you know, cause we have had a, a couple of COVID scares, um, over the last year and a half, two years, family got sick, you know, but everybody's good now. We all good now. And, uh, so I'm thankful for that. This is a, there is a new pop-up. You guys probably seen that, that Omicron, um, variant starting in South Africa. We'll see how things go. We might see some lockdowns again here, but dude, just thankful. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And, um, you know, just stop and smell the roses sometimes. Okay. We only got a certain amount of time in this world and we don't even know how long it is. So, you know, just say thank you. Be kind to each other. Uh, although the history surrounding Thanksgiving is actually quite dark. There's a bunch of war and death, I think. You know, it's kind of funny. Like we we think that we we uh, like we learned all the stuff in, in elementary, which reminds me, I still got to get this book. Chewy, if you're listening to this, um, I want to get that book from you. It's called, what's it called? Let me look this up real quick. I think it's called Lies My, yep, Lies My Teacher Told Me. And it's about, uh, let's see, written by James Lowen in 1995. Holy shit, it's actually older than I thought. Critically examines 12 popular American high school history textbooks. Uh, yeah, let's see. So authors propagate false, uh, Eurocentric and mythologized, mythologized, huh? Yeah. Mythologized views of American history. In addition to his critique of the dominant historical themes presented in high school textbooks, Lowen presents themes from history that he believes should be presented in high school textbooks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to read that. I want to read that. Cause this reminds me, you know, like you, you, you remember like learning that, uh, you know, the, the new settlers like came over here in Plymouth or was it Plymouth? The Mayflower? 
damn i don't know again sorry miss elsides no was it miss elsides <laughs> sorry to any teachers that i might have offended with that statement because i don't even really remember what i learned but i know that it was probably mostly false so i don't feel that bad um but you know we thought about it as like hey native americans and some people that came over on some boats uh like shared some turkey and some corn and it was like all like rainbows and sunshine but in fact it wasn't and like there was like a treaty or a truce for like a year or two or something but then like bloodshed again and it was just like this back and forth like over decades and people also don't even agree on like the actual first thanksgiving or like the origins of thanksgiving some people say it was like one thing some people say it was another and it's just i mean who knows who knows we weren't there i don't know i guess we could go off of stuff that was written down but how much stuff written down is bullshit maybe one year in like 20 years people are going to be like what is this guy talking about when you listen back to like you know podcasts of 2021 or something who knows anyways I'm just thankful though, you know, it's good, it's good to be thankful and appreciate everything you have, because it could all be gone, sorry, enough of the dark talk, so what am I going to say to my cougars out there, dude, vamos cougs, that's a big go cougs baby, from the heart of husky land out here in Seattle, Washington, Uh, the apple cup was this last weekend and the Cougs pulled out their first win over the Huskies in nine years. That's right. You heard that right. Nine years. It's been a minute. What? The last time was 2012. And that was actually the year before I even enrolled uh, at WSU. So before I even went there. Damn. I just missed it the last time that we won. But it don't matter because we caught this one. Um, Yeah, you know, I just remember... Yeah, I just remember always being so disappointed when the Apple Cup would come around because there for some reason was like no way that the Cougs would beat the Huskies. At least like the whole four years I was there at school, we never won one. And, um, you know, even with Gardner Minshew back in like, what was it, 2018, 2017, 2018, I think, uh, you know, we all know the Minshew mustache, Minshew mania. Um, not even with, with, um, Gardner Minshew and those tree trunk legs, we couldn't get the dub against UW, but this weekend, solid work, fellas, solid work, solid 40 to 13 dub, let's go, dubs down, go Cougs, vamos Cougs, fuck yeah, I'm excited, sorry, I'm pretty much just yelling into this mic for no reason, let me bring it down, so, um, Jake Dickert named the new head coach. Congrats to that man. Got himself a nice five-year deal. Um, because I mean, imagine like that guy's life has probably been so stressful the last like four or five months, because imagine like you're in your current job right now and your boss in your current job gets laid off. And then they're like, Hey, you take over. Now you're the manager or you're the CEO or you're the whatever, right? And like now all this weight is on your shoulders 
And depending on how the rest of the season or what maybe the rest of the quarter for you, you know, goes or the rest of the year goes, like you could just end up losing your job for something that you didn't even ask. Like you weren't even like, I mean, maybe he might have asked. I don't know. But I think it was like, hey, this guy's gone and we think that you would do a good job. Can you do it? And but then even if they're like singing you praises or high praises at the beginning, if you do bad, odds are like if he, if if the rest of the season would have gone to shit and uh, the Kooks would not have won any more games, I highly doubt that uh, Jake Dicker would have been named a new head coach because they would have just like hired elsewhere. Also, all the staff under you is like, you know, that's kind of your responsibility. I think I don't really know anything about coaching college football, but from what I understand is like if if they would have hired a new head coach from, you know, some somewhere else, they would like bring their own staff or like new staff that they wanted to work under them. And so a lot of people might have lost their jobs. I think I read that somewhere. So it must be true. But anyways, congratulations to that man. Congrats to the Cougs, Cougar Nation. Let's go. I mean, it was like a, it was a 40 to 13 too. Like that's not, also UW, I know they've had a rough year. Their coach has gotten like, they've, yeah, what's up with the coaching in Washington these days? Everybody's getting laid off, people getting fired. I think I just cut my finger, but, um, oh, oh, you guys hear that in the background? Hmm. Yeah, no, but I can't imagine the stress that this guy went, went under, um, uh, you know, and just like the public scrutiny, especially because sports fans are so like mean, dude. Like if your sports team's doing bad, you know, you want to point fingers like somebody's got to be to blame. It can't just be that like, oh, they're just doing poorly, you know, and that's that. Like, no, somebody's, you know, it's someone's fault. So people will point fingers and oftentimes it's going to be the head coach, going to be the head coach, you know, but um. I don't know where else I was going with that. Let's move on. <laughs> so y'all thought you were going to get out of this one, but I've decided I'm going to give the people, you know, the people be asking and you got to give the people what they want. So here it is. It's the Clifford update for this episode. And for those of you that don't know who Clifford is, Clifford is my uh, red veil tail male beta and he's fucking awesome. All right. He's still swimming around. Uh, I think introduced him last episode, but overall, seems like he's chilling. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff like in this tank. There's like, although there's this new thing that just started happening a couple days ago. Uh, there's like oil, like a little bit of an oil film that's like on top of the tank, and it might be the food. I think it's the food. I looked it up because I was freaking out. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna poison my fish, and. Uh, I think it's it's like a pretty easy fix. You just got to like process of elimination. There's like five or six different things that could potentially be causing the oil film. And so just got to get to the root of that and see. I'm, I'm using the little fish flakes, the Betamin fish flakes. So I think they're pretty oily. And like if he doesn't eat all of them, then, it, you know, they just sit around and, and release all those oils. And that could be dangerous if you get like a really thick uh, film like oil film at the top of the top of the water because it um, like suffocates the fish essentially and we don't want that we don't want that 
little fella. His fin rot's getting better, I think. Um, fin rot is like, depending on, because beta fish are really sensitive, I guess, to their environment. And so like, they like, you know, that, um, like an ideal temperature within like 78 to like 80 degrees. And they like, like the pH in the water has to be a certain level and like the alkalines and yada, yada, yada. And, um, if these things are out of whack, the fish can, and I think this can happen for like any fish, but, uh, they develop what's called fin rot. And it's like this sort of, uh, like the, the fins start to like rot and die off. And I think if it gets bad enough, like bacteria get in there and then they could like die, your fish can die. But so he, I think he started to have a little bit of fin rot, but he's a little better now. I think he seems more happy, although he's always trying to eat. And I'm like, dude, chill. All right. Relájate. That means relax. Okay. We can't have him stressing out because, you know, I'd be training him. I'd be training him for the uh, for the International Beta Congress, dude. It's pretty cool. I mean, he's going to have his fins sprawled, dude, nice and taut. Um, I've been training him. So, like, every time that he, when I come home or, you know, if I, like, walk by there and it's been a couple hours and he hasn't eaten, I'll put my finger up over the top of the water, maybe, like, an inch outside of the, um, off the water, and he'll, like come up and he kind of stares a little bit and then he jumps dude he jumps out of the water and gives me a little little noggin a little high five and then after that I feed him so it's kind of cool it's kind of like training your dogs to like sit before they get their food except for he jumps it's pretty fucking cool dude pretty cool um but no actually the international beta congress is a thing I looked it up it's called the IBC and they have like shows all around the world and like, um, just like, uh, what's it called? Um, like purebred betas. And I'm actually, I'm actually on their website right now. If you want to look it up is ibcbetas.org. Uh, welcome to IBC's official calendar. Here you will find information on the current events, such as shows, seminars, and other important dates. See, the next one's November, 2021, the 25th through the 28th. And it's in... IBC Sanctin show. I don't know what that is, but. Dun, dun, dun. It just says international. I don't know what that is, but uh, might might like, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool to go to, right? No, maybe. I think it'd be fun. Take them in a little travel bowl. Like I want to like get a little travel bowl, something like um, you see those backpacks for cats where you can like they can see out of the back, the little bubble in the back. It'd be cool if you could do that with a fish. Wouldn't that be sick if you just had like a little mini aquarium on your back? I feel like they might not like that, but it'd be cool. It's a cool idea. All right. Let's see if somebody out there uh, invents that. Just holla at your boy. Give me a free one because that's my idea can't steal my intellectual property. Um, yeah, I've been learning a lot about beta fish. It's cool. Again, if anybody out there has beta fish or, you know, knows how to care for them or got any tips and tricks, I'll let your boy because I'm still learning, still learning there. But okay, moving into the next subject. And this is the big announcement because yes, we officially have 
GDO merch. We have some stickers. All right. We just received these this last week. And a huge shout out to 8-Bit Sweetie on the IG on Instagram. You can find her on Instagram at the number 8. It's 8-Bit Sweetie. The number 8, B-I-T-S-W-E-E-T-I-E. Um, you know, if you find yourself in need of some stickers, maybe you want to get some uh, stickers of your furry little friends so you can put them on water bottles, uh, take them everywhere you go with you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe uh, you want to make a bunch of stickers of a friend's face for a birthday party, stick them around everywhere. Or maybe you just got that Adobe Illustrator update and need some help printing off some dope designs you created. Or maybe, just maybe, maybe you got a podcast and need some stickers printed off. Hey, you can do any of these things and also support a small business? Come on. Easy money. Uh, Again, 8BitSweetie on the IG at 8BitSweetie. The number 8, B-I-T-S-W-E-E-T-I-E. All right. And you can check out uh, her Etsy shop. And currently... Just in time for the holidays, you can order some cute-ass holiday cards if you need something to slip them bills in, you know, because who doesn't like receiving money as a gift, right? Now, let me go a little little, uh, run through these, a little overview, and I'm going to post a picture of these or a reel or something on the IG later so you can see them for yourself. And see what you like. See what you like, okay? Uh, One of these, so we got three different stickers. This is just the first round, all right? So don't be discouraged because there's limited availability. If you don't get any, that's all right. Just holler at your boy and we can work something out. And, uh, you know, there will be more of these printed in the future. So, and other designs that uh, we're working hard on here, all right? And working hard on. We have here two circular stickers. One of these is a three inch black sticker with the white trim. We got some bold white uh, letters that read good coffee, good vibes, good music. Look at that. Would fit nice on a, a nice coffee mug, maybe. Um, the other one that we got right here is a two inch sticker so a little smaller still circular uh and this one we're gonna call the good days only sunrise all right custom design right here maybe slap that sucker on a water bottle and remind yourself nothing but good days all right uh and third up we got ourselves a little a nice little uh nice little sip sip sticker That's right. Put this bad boy on whatever drinking vessel of choice. And it's a nice little reminder, you know, to take a second and take a little sip, sip. Let me do that now. But overall, I'm very, very excited about these. It's been a while. I've been thinking about making stickers since before I even had a podcast, I think. Um, So this is cool. I'm really, really excited. And they turned out really good. Um, they have there. It's like, you know, the um, it's like laminated, I think is what it's called. So the water like moisture doesn't get on there and it's not going to rub off. So you can have it like on a water bottle that you would wash or put in the dishwasher. I think they're dishwasher safe. Um, so check out the IG because I'm going to be making a post a little later. And um, 
I'm just really excited about these stickers, if you couldn't tell, and how they turned out, because they look awesome, and I'm going to post them everywhere. But uh, let's see. That's the big announcement. That's the big announcement. Again, if you want a sticker, keep your eyes peeled on the Instagram, and check out 8-Bit Sweetie. Again, uh, huge shout out. Thank you for making this happen. Uh, right now. Feel like I'm rambling a little bit here. So let's get into the GDO playlist for the week. For the week. For the episode with a special guest. So stay tuned. Let's get into that now. All right, all right, all right. And we're back. We're back. And now we're here with uh, our special guest for the GDO playlist. We got none other than Zesty Zoe B in the house. What's good, Zesty Zoe B? Hello, hello. <laughs> I feel like I've always, I just keep calling him. Sorry, I'm stuffing my mouth with some more of that creme brulee cheesecake. Mm-hmm. I'm bomb. I was good with that coffee, huh? Mm-hmm. The funny thing is you call me Zesty Zoe B, but I never post on there. I should get on that. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I know. I'm trying to hype you up you got some good recipes so thank you you should post some on there and uh, let the people know because you know a lot of people have bland diets these days okay so yeah i'll get on it let them know what's up but anyways okay let's get into what the people came here for and the gdo playlist this week um you know zoe's been pleading begging Mm -mm. for ages for the playlist to be done on um, um, Taylor Swift. And, you know, I'm always like, it's not really my cup of tea. But I can I can appreciate the talent that she has and what she brings to the table. Not my first choice, but here we are. Well, That's our GDO playlist artist of the week or of the episode. It's unfortunate for you. Um because she's amazing and i'm just happy that you're finally listening to me for this yeah well i just think it's just okay correct me if i'm wrong but it's just sad white girl music (laughs) it's just sad white girl music i just don't feel sad all the time so i don't want to like it's not all sad the, okay, it's not I shouldn't all say sad. all sad, but the majority of it is sad. No, right? I would say it's a good fair I don't mix. know. Uh, well, she just dropped a new album, right? She did. Well, she re-released an old album under her name, so she can. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. You were telling me a little bit. Get around her uh, so ex- label dispute that's been going on. Yeah. So explain to me what's going on. Is it kind of like Britney Spears? Uh, no, it's not a conservatorship. Um, yeah. So for Taylor Swift, she was signed with Big Machine Records. BMR. And she left after the contract was up. And because she recorded under that label, her first, I think, four or five albums, they're, the rights are owned by them. So she doesn't mm. profit off of any of those albums, even though she wrote all that music herself. Um, so what she's doing now is re-recording it as Taylor's version She's done a Red album, and I think she did... Which one was it? Was it Fearless? Uh, So now she's able to profit off of her songs that she rightfully deserves to do. 
Hmm. And she's also been releasing some um, music that was previously unreleased that she wrote at the time that the album came out. And she's also released a 10-minute long version of All Too Well, which is the that's best the one song. With, that's the one with What's-His-Face? Teen Wolf? Jim. Teen Wolf guy? Oh, yes. Yes. The, uh, the short Styles? film. The short film. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's 10 minutes long. It's 10 minutes long, yeah. So it's a movie. Yeah. So it's a short film. It's a short, it's a film. short it's movie. It's like 15 minutes. Is she in it? Um, She is in it at the end. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. She's not really a good actress. Yes, she is. She's a good singer, but not a good actress. She's... Okay. Anyways. What? No. <laughs> Fight me. What Dude. movies have you seen her in? None. Exactly. Because she's a bad actress. She's in a couple movies. What movies is she in? Um, is she in Pitch Perfect? No. She's in Date Movie. Only movie that matters. Date Movie? Yeah, she's oh. in there with uh, Taylor Lautner. I remember that. Claire dating at the time. No, is that the one that was like a spoof? Yeah, just mm. like a bunch of romantic tropes all rolled into one parody. It's kind of like Scary Movie or yeah. Disaster Movie, yeah. Epic Movie. That's funny. You remember when all those movies came out, dude? Yeah, those, that, awesome. those were good movies. <laughs> uh, Epic Movie was my favorite. She was not in that. No, she was in okay. Date Movie. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Okay. So Taylor Swift. Yeah. She. So she's re-recording, but mm-hmm. the new album isn't. That's under her name, right? Yes. Like it, the newest album. It's called Taylor. And it just came out. You mean like? The, right. The album that came out before this that is not the red Taylor's Yeah, version. yeah. Like she just yes. came out with like a recent, like a so, new album recently. Yes. So there's Evermore, which is the most recent album. Which was a year old, maybe. Um. I think it was actually released this year. Folklore. Because there was Folklore and Forevermore. Before Evermore. And then before that is Lover. And these are all under her own label. That's that song, right? Yeah. Lover. So. What's the one that goes? You know that song? uh, That sound? I like that sound. Taylor Swift, if you're listening to this, what is that sound? I want to use it in some. I can't some think transition of the name, beats. but I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that song. Yeah. I don't know why. No, it's a great song. Um, but yeah. So All she right. she has already some of her albums are under her 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 name. And you think this which album's the best one in your opinion? Under her name that she's released. Just of all time. Of all time. Oh yeah. that's really Well, because she's gonna re release all of her albums. Yes. Right? Under um, her own name. Well, her because uh, she has a record label now. Is it the Swifty record label? I think it's just under yeah. She's it's under it's recorded under her name. Mm, I don't know so it's just she, straight up Taylor it just Swift. Just says Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure. I could yeah. be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But so she's gone independent. Pretty much. She's an independent. And I think woman. it's a boss lady move. You girl, can say girl bitch, boss, dude. Girl boss. You can say boss bitch. Oh, I know. Girl boss. It's a girl boss. <laughs> Uh, no, but for real, it's because it's <laughs> uh, Scooter Braun. That's Chuggy. Is the guy behind Big Machine Girl Records, boss. and he's Scooter Braun. Yeah, that's Jay Beebs, right? Yeah, in Ariana Grande. Oh, and, and Ariana Grande. Um, several others. He's he's like filthy rich. So yeah, dude. He doesn't need to get any richer. Yeah. But Taylor does. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I uh, mean, her six thousand uh, dollar tickets to her concerts dude concerts are hella expensive you think so mm-hmm. yeah i cool. guess i went to the 1989 concert it was at the century Link. false you weren't born until 1995 and uh 
it was really cool. So they, first of all, this is the time when she brought out special guests at her concert, so you didn't know who they, they were going to be. She brought out Fetty Wap, which was insane. Yeah, my... <laughs> yeah, it was... Wait, do they have a song together? No. He just then kinda, why the hell was he there? <laughs> he was saying... So she, she would bring out artists that she liked, or I think some of them were, like, up-and-coming artists, funny. too. And she would just kind of let Fetty them Wap. shine for, like... 10 15 minutes and it was really cool that but cool. i was job, absolutely Taylor. flabbergasted because i was like there's no way and yep there was and a way. there he was yeah fetty motherfucking um, wild she also brought out sierra and russell wilson oh that's cool just to say hi but anyways the concert hmm. was amazing she had these bracelets that would light up with the music so if you looked all around you in the stadium there were lights everywhere and they were like kind of pulsing Huh. to the music it was super super cool Damn. so i think they're worth every penny she Wait. she knows how to put on a show she does have a background in theater musical theater so i think that's why she's such a good performer what was the um when, when, what year was that that you went to that mm, it would have been 2014 or 2015 Oh, dang. So yeah. you've been a Swifty for some minutes now. I've been a Swifty for a very long time. That's what time. they are, right? Swifties? Yeah. Dude, I remember I had a crush on her back in the days. Okay, well, you don't have to bring that up. Well, it was just like when she had her country album. Oh. You know, the our song? Yeah. Because I think she was like, what? She was young, too, when she started. She was like 15, young. 16 or something? Mm, I don't know. How 17? Without like, she was pretty young. Because she was like country. And then she's one of the few artists, I think, that has successfully jumped genres mm-hmm. from country. People are really protective about country music for some fucking reason. Yeah. Like with Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. But uh, she made the jump from country to pop. And then like some of her stuff now, I guess it's like folky, right? But yeah. it's like more in line with those roots of like the country kind of, you know, with the guitar. Because she's like a beast on the guitar, right? Yeah. And she has other... No, yeah. She's... Instruments she can play, I think. Yeah, and even some of, like, um, 1989 and Reputation had, like, hip-hop influence, too. Big Reputation. Yeah. Big Reputation. She's a... Ooh, that's actually a banger, too. All right, all right, all right. Might be a (laughs) Swifty. Might be a Swifty, not gonna lie. That's a good song. It's a good album. Shit, I know what we're listening to for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. making this playlist is going to be fun, actually. Because she's got a lot of bangers. She does. She. Yeah, how many songs overall, you think? She has had... Let's look it up, huh? See how close you are to oh this. Oh, gosh. She's had, like, five number one Billboard songs. She's had, like, 30 songs that were in the top ten. Only five number one Billboard songs? That's I bet she's had guy. more than that. I feel fun. like she's got more than that. But she she's one of the most successful female artists of all time of all time yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean she's been in it for a while if she started she's, when she was like 15 she's yeah. like 30 that's over she's half her life 31 31 she's about to be 32 but 30. she has 200 oh shit oh yeah 206 as of october 26 2021 206 songs total um yes that's what it says. It's a lot of songs. How does she remember all of them? I don't think I don't think you do. You like you remember, have to you, like give yourself you, a refresher. Yeah, but like she a, also did write them all. Like 
she's yeah so you at least have like the because i mean think about like the amount of time that it takes to nail a song down yeah like perfectly like how you want it so i mean if you think about our days like we're putting in 40 hours a week at like a job yeah they're putting in like 100 hours a week because they're just that's constantly their life Mm -hmm. you know as an artist that's so but it's a pretty fucking sweet gig like it's cool i'm sure it's really really difficult hard work but Mm -hmm. respect respect uh how many top number number one songs did we say i guessed five you guessed five i'm gonna guess like 15 um it's pretty hard to get especially oh no yeah she so country usually doesn't what did you say and what did i say i said five ah damn you were closer uh, so, with 138 U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart entries, including eight number one songs oh, okay. and 29 top 10 songs, Swift is the female artist with the most charted songs mm-hmm. in the United States. Swift made her chart debut on the Billboard Hot 100 with Tim McGraw, the lead single from her 2006 self-titled debut album. Was that a number one, or was that just an entry? That was just, a, I think, oh, a yeah. chart debut, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's really hard for country and yeah. Blank space. You want to hear the ones that? Yeah. Um. That one is that's a banger. I knew you were trouble. That was a good. Let's see, number one hits. Shake it off. Love story. I knew you were trouble. Blank space. Mm. Um. I might be wrong here. Actually, this was just a list of. Oh, we're getting pop ups. Nope. I mean, those all sound like. They would be her number ones. Yeah. I think so. Um, she set the record for longest number one song, beating out American Pie. Oh, yeah. It's that, that's pop, all too pop well. icon. Ten minute long. Oh, no version. shit. Really? Yeah. The most recent one? Yeah. Yeah. All I too well. They'd be number one. It was the... huge. That was like a huge deal. Wait, didn't that just <laughs> come out? Yeah. Oh, the longest number one song. Yeah. Okay, so it's just like, because it's long as hell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ten minutes long. Usually, yeah. yeah. Most songs are like, what, three minutes? Yeah, dude. On average. Well, yeah. fuck. She'd been crazy. in the game. She'd been in the game. Pretty and crazy. she's done well for herself. Mm-hmm. Good job, Taylor Swift. So, that's going to be the GDO playlist. It's going to be, what are we going to have? A mix of just the newest album? Uh, Pretty much everything. All of my think, right? favorite songs by her. So, it's probably going to be... A lot of songs. <laughs> hey, hey. But you know what? I want some of mine in there. I just there. Gotta, gotta show you guys my faves. How many songs we think of? I don't know. Probably like... Because she's got 209 or what? 206? Uh, at least 100. It's gonna be, we're going to break the Billboard Hot 100 longest um, Taylor Swift playlist. You just copy and paste her entire, entire discography. Yeah, maybe. Nah, probably like 30 songs i'm guessing 30 My yeah 30. that's solid zoe's top 30 <laughs> zesty zoe b's top 30 what do you think like is her um does she have like family yeah in the in the industry um or how did no. she get her start you know so she, just she started playing guitar so here's the thing yes so she learned how to play guitar when she was like 10 and she lived in she grew up in pennsylvania and i believe Mm. she watched like a faith hill documentary or maybe it was shania twain 
but she decided she wanted to become a country artist. Mm. So her family moved to Nashville so she can start start her dream. Dude, I'm not shit so crazy. She has a brother. Time out. What? Would your parents have moved to fucking Nashville, Tennessee for you to chase your dreams of becoming a country star? If I were talented, they would. I feel like my parents <laughs> would have said, shut the fuck up and go grab that stick and play over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That's no, cool. No, I mean, so her her parents, she's, she wasn't like, she was, pretty, she was pretty well off to begin with. Yeah. So that definitely kind of helped. Um, but yeah, so. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I guess it's kind of like, it's tough. I guess for the longest time, maybe subconsciously. Maybe that's why I couldn't connect with their music. Mm. It's just kind of like all of the... Uh, the the reason I say it's like sad white girl music is because a lot of it is, isn't it? Like a lot of her stuff is like she gets her heart broken and then she's like, haha, Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm going to make this 10 minute song about you and let the world know how stupid you are. Well, as she should. But, you know, it's all like relative, right? Because her like struggles are relative to yeah. like, just like her surroundings. Like, I suppose, there's some yeah. more real fucking struggles out there in the world. Yeah, it's not That like... are overcome by artists. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what yes. I'm saying? A lot of her music is romantic. It has to do with relationships and, like, mm. feelings. But that's... So, for the all-too-well 10-minute-long version, mm. she... After that whole thing happened, after her and Jake broke up, she went to the studio just kind of started singing out her emotions and she created this 10 minute long song it wasn't uh so they couldn't like release the whole 10 minute long obviously for mm-hmm. like it to be considered for the radio or a single or whatever so they had to trim it down to the version it is now which is like four minutes um i think a lot of people had this like misconception that she just now wrote this 10 minute long version they're like oh my god why are you still obsessed with jake What's your problem? But no, this is actually something that she had wrote uh, 10 years ago mm. and is just now releasing it because her fans, her Swifties, were kind of like, oh my God, there's a 10 minute long version. You have to release it. Hmm. So that's kind of what happened. Mm. Um, is it actually a 10 minute long song though or yeah, is it a 10 minute long video? The video is like 15 minutes. The mm. song is 10. Okay. So... Um, yeah. So anyways, yes, she does write about relationships a lot, but it's not all sad, though. Her music that's about her current partner is really lovely, especially in Lover. That's kind of where you see a huge shift in her music from Reputation. Reputation's kind of dealing with her scandal with Kanye and Kim and all that. Ooh, Um, dude, that was wild, Yeah, and just being kind of dragged through shit in the media. Um, that was her response to that. And then Lover, you can kind of see the shift of like, you know, she's in love. She's happy. She has yeah. a good partner who uh, is not Jake Gyllenhaal. Most importantly. <laughs> so there are some, there's some. You gotta happy be careful gems with them there. actors, dude. I know. You know? Especially ones that don't shower. Like, I feel like when you're an actor, you kind of have to date another actor. Or actress. Because yeah. if not, it's like... They're not hmm. going to understand. Right? Same with, time. like, artists. Yeah. It's just kind of like... Yeah. Why does this person really want to be my 
Lover. Okay. That's how she says it, right? Yes, just okay. like that. Cool. Well, thank you for the um, history lesson on Taylor Swift. Of course. Any other thoughts you want to leave the people with? Not related to Taylor Swift at all, but... Mm. Oh, dude, actually, let me... Because I... I, I, Sorry. Okay, fuck, shit. I'm going to write a song about you now. Hey. Interrupting me. Uh, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving and that everyone has their Christmas decorations out now because it's time. Yeah, we got the twinkly lights on the tree right here. Sitting, looking at this tree, and it's filling me with joy and warmth. So... I will. I want everyone else to experience that as well. It's, it's the holiday season. That's my holiday final thought. Season. Good. Actually, I have a final thought. I have another question for okay. you. Well, I'm gonna have another final thought after your final thought. Well, my question is, the uh, sticker. Oh. Have you washed your water bottle? I have. I've scrubbed it. I've cleaned it. Um, it's. It looks the same. Yeah, it's the it's good days still, only. You got the good days only sunrise, right? Yeah, it has yeah. a nice shiny finish on it. It doesn't seem to be scratched or fading or peeling at all. But so. you, did you put it in the dishwasher? No, you don't put hydro flasks in the dishwasher. Mm. So but yeah, I, use, I don't know if I it's dishwasher safe. But okay, but you just scrub it. Yeah, I think and it'd be underwater fine in and the stuff. Dishwasher, but also if you have a hydro flask, don't put it in the dishwasher. Well, no, I know, but like if you know, if we want to put it on a mug or like on something else, I would say uh, we could we could experiment and get back. Yeah, put it on one of our mugs, but I think it should be fine. Right, it seems like it's pretty heavy duty. It's pretty they're solid stickers. They so are. again, keep your eyes peeled because you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out, but. I think. Do you have another final thought? Yes, thank you. What? Uh, my birthday's coming up. And that's exciting. In like three months. All right, that's the final thought. Thank you. My birthday's before you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, holiday season, birthday's coming up. The winter months, snowboarding, skiing. We better go hit up REI, get some new boots. Oh, shoot. I'm getting excited. Opening weekends next week, maybe? Or two weeks Mm -hmm. from now? At most places around here. So, uh, again, hit us up if you're trying to shred. But I think that's it for now, right? Mm -hmm. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Much love. Bye.